0: The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give.
1: Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi
2: have that lets them control people and make things float.
0: Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only
1: hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith
3: disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity.
1: That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Hello, world. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars Life Day stream. And I'm Angela Cialana, also known as The Bendu. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away, including the deeper themes and meanings. Today, we are celebrating a life day by doing the very first live stream featuring our newer members of the panel, as well as an old friend. So joining me this evening are we have, first of all, ladies first, the artist, Catherine Laffrey. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas (laughs) to you. We have Master Icrete, a.k.a. Thomas Salerno. Hello, Thomas. Hello there. <laughs> you stole the line. <laughs> We've got the Dadalorian, Patrick Mason. Hi, Pat.
2: Howdy. And Merry Christmas.
1: Howdy, howdy, howdy. And we also have with us Father Fett, Father Andrew Kinsetter. Hello. How are you?
0: Hey, Merry Christmas to everybody. I'm I'm doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, well, you've been like conspicuously absent (laughs) Um, I've been hosting a whole lot more this year so I'm sure folks are kind of curious what's been up with you so uh, give us the the little 411 here
0: I mean if I'm going to be honest, I've been stranded on Tatooine for the last year and a half, so I just haven't been able to,
4: <laughs> to get out
0: much. Um actually I'm I've been stranded more or less in Coruscant, if you want to if you want to be more more appropriate. Ah. I've been out in in Washington D.C. at the Catholic University of America studying canon law for the last year and a half at this point with another uh just just a little over seven months to go two more semesters spring and summer semester so it's uh i've i've really i've missed you guys a lot and 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 the new the new guys on the panel it's it's great to to get to see and hear you and uh talk with you guys too tonight but um it was just Too much for me to 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 handle juggling fifteen credits uh, plus hosting every week on the podcast, so I had to just take a step back. But I'm glad I could join for for uh, events like this, and uh, I'm not gone. Definitely not gone. Just taking a a a brief hiatus as I uh, finish up this degree. So I appreciate all the prayers that everybody has been sending my way for that.
1: Absolutely. Well, we thank you for your service. I'm sure that's not easy work that you're doing so um no yeah but it is
0: fascinating i mean it's it's all all learning is is good and i know some people would cringe at that but i mean i was the type that said when i got ordained i am never going back to school and (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) here i am six years later going back to to grad school so
1: well, so it's somebody's got to do it Thank <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> for your service once again. Well, here we are. We are all celebrating. So we will put the idea of work and school aside and we will continue our celebration of Life Day. Yes. Happy Life Day, everyone. We are officially declaring today Life Day. Um, <laughs> and we are, you know, just for those of you who may not know, Life Day is a wonderful holiday that is, in fact, a Star Wars holiday. It uh, was part of the Star Wars holiday special. Now, we had someone (laughs) in the chat who was at Sean from our chat and our Discord. So if you want to join the chat at Discord, you can join us at sqpn.com slash Discord. But Sean, when he heard about our live stream today, he said, we don't have to watch the Star Wars Christmas special, do we? (laughs) And I said, no, we're not monsters. So (laughs) if you've seen the holiday special from um, 1978, it was released on November 17th of that year, uh, that famous year. Um, It came exactly one week before Thanksgiving. So kind of opening up the holiday season, as it were. And um, let's just say it was... Special Star Wars content. <laughs> <laughs> it
4: was definitely a special.
1: <laughs> so, if you um,
0: watch anything from it, watch the cartoon right smack dab in the middle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's where Boba Fett was introduced, just in case anybody was wondering.
1: Yes, fun fact. Um, really cool cartoon, actually. Um, that's probably mm-hmm. one of the few parts that is <laughs> yep. worth. Salvaging from the holiday special. (laughs) But um, yeah, so Life Day was introduced um, on this special. And it is a Wookiee holiday, originally anyway. It was a Wookiee holiday where they would feast. They would make a pilgrimage to the Tree of Life, which represented the spark of life on Kashyyyk. And they would do some things that maybe sound a little familiar, like uh, decorating the tree and having rituals and... um, Stringing lights and all that good stuff. And so, uh, after the empire was defeated, then life day celebrations just spread throughout the galaxy. So, here we are celebrating uh, the Christmas season, which we consider to be the ultimate life day, I would say. I don't know what you guys think. So totally. Yeah.
4: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how convincing you sound, but <laughs> Yeah, it, it's the best!
4: <laughs> it's the best
3: thing ever! Or it, Easter could also be Life Day.
1: Very true.
0: Since it's resurrection, true. new life. Yeah.
1: We're all about well, life. But you can't yeah.
0: really talk about the resurrection without talking about the Incarnation, nor can mm. you talk about the Incarnation without reference to the Resurrection. So, the Paschal Mystery, all just wrapped, wrapped up there. Because two life days are better than one anyway. So <laughs> there you go.
5: So then exactly. every mass is life day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every every weekend is a mini Easter, so technically.
1: Yeah, just don't show up to your next mass in a Wookiee costume. So Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, they're fine <found> on that.
1: <sighs> well, we're gonna do a little show and tell here because we have this wonderful medium of visual content as well as our audio content. So we're going to do a Life Day Show and Tell. Um, so folks here on the panel, what is something Star Wars that you have been given as a gift or just some Star Wars swag that relates to Christmas? So let's start with you, Thomas.
3: Okay, so I have a Galaxy's Edge Kylo Ren lightsaber. Yeah. So great. Now, and this I did receive as a gift because a deacon friend of mine was downsizing his home and he had no more place for the Kylo Ren lightsaber that he got at Disney World. So he asked if I would take it off his hands and I'm like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? I've, I've never been to the, to the new Star Wars attraction at Disney World. I have not had the chance to have one of these lightsabers, so I, I I was really, really glad to get a hold of these one of these very expensive lightsabers for nothing at all. <laughs> you know?
1: That's awesome. I love it.
5: No. <laughs> Catherine, how about you? Uh, let's see, last Christmas, hit the mother load from my daughters. I got my This Is The Way t-shirt, oh. and then... oh. There's always another stack to the library. Got uh, a new Dawn. That's Love a good one. Love that story. Yeah. That is a good one. And then a good friend of mine made me my lovely Ahsoka sweater. So cute little details all the way down oh. to the sleeves. It's very woolly and warm, so I'm just using it like a little scarf right now. But yes. Oh, wait. One more thing. There he is. Yay. <laughs>
1: Grogu mug. Gotta yeah. have my Grogu mug. Very cool, very cool. Uh, what about you, Father Andrew?
0: So this year, uh, my mom went to a craft show and I've got a little crocheted Din in. Whoa! Complete so with... Oh. Oh. oh! He can take yeah. off his helmet. Uh,
4: I but just no... go
2: bathe now. Took his uh, right, off. but no yeah. Din would be complete without
5: a Grogu. grobu. Oh. So. it's so cute!
0: <laughs> yeah, they are the cutest <laughs> little things ever. So um, those are those are the Christmas. Well, that's the, it's the only uh, Star Wars Christmas present I got this year. But I did get myself a Christmas present. If that,
1: mm-hmm. if I can share that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh.
0: It is a <laughs> Mark Hamill autograph on this. No, from I, uh, no way the final the final episode of season two of The Mandalorian. Oh. It's so. oh, oh, wow.
2: too bad you could only get Mark Hamill and you couldn't get Luke Skywalker <laughs> sign that. I just, uh...
0: <laughs> you know, I think if you read carefully, <laughs> he's got both names on there too. So. Uh, okay. oh, wow.
4: Wow.
1: Nice. <laughs> so, oh man, okay. Well, I'm sorry to put you after that, Pat, but um, <laughs> what's your show tell?
2: okay? Well, I, I get Star Wars stuff every year, it's like the shirt I'm wearing, for instance, was the previous year. Um, but this was this year's was the the oh, Death Lego. Star trench run Lego nice. set. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, cool. very cool. So this complements the executor I got earlier in the year in the uh, the Dagobah uh, Yoda's house. So it's gonna go on the shelf next to those. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. All six hundred and sixty odd <660-some-odd> pieces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's so cool. Mine is simply a mug. It is a Christmas sweater grogu ah, mug. Ah. And it's got you you might see there there's like dinjarin silhouettes mm-hmm. and the mando uh mythosco- mythosaur skull there. Yep. yep. So, yeah, just enjoying my uh holiday beverages in this wonderful mug. Uh so yeah. So fun. We love, we love Christmas, uh, Star Wars swag in this house. So, (laughs) um, for those of you who are watching live, we want to go ahead and invite you, please do, uh, ask your questions for our panel in the chat. We're going to be, uh, we definitely have some things that we're going to be talking about today, uh, but we're also going to be happy to answer your questions as well. So feel free to ask them in the chat on YouTube, or if you're watching, um, if you're joining us on Discord, again, on our SQPN Discord, just go to the Secrets of Star Wars channel there on Discord. You can find us uh, on sqpn.com slash Discord and join us on Discord there. All right. So let's keep the party rolling here, shall we? Um, So we've got some party questions here. Uh, Let's talk about um, just, you know, holiday celebration in general. Um, It could be Christmas, could be some other holiday Uh, besides, you know, gifts that you get, uh, which is definitely easily a Star Wars uh, connection for, I think, a lot of us that are vocal about our love for Star Wars. Have you guys ever celebrated a traditional holiday, maybe your birthday even, in a Star Wars fashion? And if you have, how did you do so? Tell us about it. Um, let's see. Thomas, do you have any ideas, any memories, any recollections you want to share with us?
3: I do. I'm pretty sure that several birthdays... Um, both for myself and my brother were celebrated with a Star Wars theme, and I I recollect that for one of those we had set up a um a life size kind of stand up of Darth Vader because my and uh, my aunt worked at Blockbuster back in the day and oh. she used to get a hold of a lot of their you know promo materials that they were getting rid of and this was back when the special editions were coming out and they had like a life-size cardboard darth vader stand up Nice. and she gave it to us when they were going to get rid of it so we had it in the house and i'm pretty sure that at one birthday we set that up in the living room or something
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool did you put any like party hats on him or anything
3: I don't remember actually. <laughs> no. I I just remember we had the stand up. And it, it when it wasn't that when it wasn't, you know, in the living room for a birthday party, it was just in our room. Yeah. <laughs> so Darth Vader in our bedroom. Out. Just hanging out. You see like waking up
2: like kind of groggy and seeing Vader <laughs> flipping. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were several
3: instances of that. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, Catherine, how about you? Oh,
5: sorry to disappoint. I have not had any birthday celebrations that have been Star Wars themed. Or, and then having three daughters who weren't into Star Wars, i slowly oh. corrupting one of them. <laughs> I mean, they'll watch it with me, but then after a while they're like, Mom, that's cute. That's That's nice for you. <laughs> <And>
1: so,
5: <laughs> but they say they love their geeky mom, so okay. <laughs>
1: There's still time. I
5: got nothing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I can't say that I've had like a Star Wars birthday. I would say probably um, the closest thing was one time I heard that for New Year's, you could time um, the first Star Wars. That's at a certain point, you know, you start watching it and then the Death Star blows up at midnight. Uh, <laughs> years. so that i tried that and that was really cool um so yeah i guess that's how i've celebrated a holiday star wars style so uh yeah how about you father refet
0: um the one that i'm i've got two two examples one one that i'm recollecting uh probably isn't super fair <laughs> but uh <laughs> it was my brother's birthday and if i'm remembering right and mom and dad will Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm remembering right, it, it was his sixteenth birthday, and my older brother's a Star Trek fan. So they had put warp sixteen and gauge, but instead of anything else, Star Trek, they put a Django Fett little <gasps> statue on the cake. So it was like this weird mix of Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I like the Django Fett. I don't you know, Star Trek is is cool, but not not as much my thing and uh so that was that was always kind of fun to remember uh the other one that i'm remembering i'm sure there was plenty of birthdays that i had star wars at least you know a themed card or something their presents, but i'm not quite remembering anything more specific than that but the other fun one that i remember is me and a, a good friend of mine who's a star wars fan we celebrated star wars celebration i think it was 20 2016 if i'm remembering right and we watched the live stream of celebrations to so watch the main the main stage, and we made blue milk, and his <laughs> wife made like cookies that were like I want to say they were like BB-8 like shaped and and stuff. Nice. So, so that was that was also fun because when you're celebrating, you know, with other Star Wars geeks, you can just go all out.
1: Yeah, definitely. That is so cool. That's really fun. Um, Pat, how about you?
2: um so it wasn't really a specific holiday it was you know the the theaters when they come out with a new star wars show some of them will show like all of them all the old ones in like one day like you go and you want and so me and a buddy of mine we went and saw um yeah before the before episode seven we went and saw you know one through six (laughs) 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 basically starting in the morning and going all day, and. I tell you what, you know, when I was younger and doing mari- movie marathons, I walked out. And I was in a lot better shape than <laughs> than I did, you know, eight eight or nine years ago when I, when that came out. But um, that was that's always like the big thing for us is like when we get together, try and watch uh, the movies together that match like whatever holiday season it is, and and um, either celebration or life day tends to be the target for watching the Star Wars movies.
1: Nice. Yeah, I remember the days of syndicated television when you would have Star Wars just playing on, like, in the background of family gatherings, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how
3: I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There you go. Really?
3: Yeah. When it was on TV one time, Empire Strikes Back was on TV, and my parents were like, oh, hey, this is a movie that, you know, little Thomas will probably want to watch. And. <laughs> Wait, so they just had it on on the tv your, your
2: first one was
3: empire was empire wow. on on the tv yeah okay and i i Thomas, remember uh... my parents spoiling the reveal <laughs> oh, No.
0: <laughs> but i was a
3: kid i didn't really care i was you know like
0: my my first experience ever with star wars was also the same exact thing except for all that i remember about it was that yoda creeped me out and then Thank I didn't you. watch Star Wars. Yes. It took me years to go back. It was really episode yep. two that really drew me in. But like, mm-hmm. as a kid, Yoded was just odd enough that. Yeah, he actually <laughs> did frighten me. I mean, I was, yeah. I,
3: I was also afraid of E.T. as a kid. So it was something about <laughs> yeah. those lifelike animatronic aliens that really <laughs> creeped me out yep. as a
2: kid. Yep. Yeah, I mean, E.T. was flat out terrifying i don't, don't like. <laughs> The thing so where he cute. extends like like his no, neck though yes, is like, oh terrifying. <laughs> it's like
5: why, why is that
4: happening <laughs> so you don't
5: want to like, know one of my stuffed animals was et and i put him in the middle of all my other stuffed animals
1: <laughs> it sounds like we need a uh, star wars halloween uh, intervention here as well so uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> creepy star wars yeah,
3: And E.T. was in Star Wars at one time. Isn't he like in the background of the Phantom Menace or something? He's in one of the prequels.
1: Yeah. You really? can see
3: him
4: in, in, in the Senate chamber. Yeah,
3: they in the Senate. Yep.
4: They're,
2: they're oh,
0: one yes. of the
3: aliens His going, people. vote
1: now, vote
3: now. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> uh, I got to um, add that uh, Jason Yuji in our Discord chat said that he had his twins first birthday themed in star Wars. And then his 40th a few years ago was star Wars themed and he wore his R2D2 bow tie and his wife wore her R2D2 dress. So very cool. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) And, uh, so yeah, so let's talk about speaking of all these great star Wars characters. Um, Let's talk about maybe some fantasy Life Day situations here. Uh, <laughs> if if you guys could give a Life Day gift to your favorite Star Wars character, what gift would you give them and why? Okay, so first of all, you got to, of course, reveal your favorite Star Wars character. And then what gift would you give to them for Life Day? So, let's see. Uh, Thomas, what do you say?
3: Well, my favorite Star Wars character seems to change daily, but I'll use one that I'm very fond of, and that is C-3PO, because I know exactly what I would give him. I would give C-3PO a gift certificate for one of those oil baths that he likes that he gets in the beginning of uh, New Hope, because C-3PO goes through a lot of crap, and I feel like he would enjoy a good oil bath. So just to relax, you know, go to the droid spa if, if I'm sure that exists. <laughs> and,
0: and I'm sure it does in Star Wars. Well, yeah. I mean, they have bars, right? They've got they have, have bars, bars. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure there was like a Clone Wars episode where R2 and C-3PO go to one of those spa places for droids. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good gift. Very thoughtful of you, Thomas.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Very caring. <laughs> Uh, okay, Catherine, what about you? Okay, first of all,
5: pick one character. What? Okay, but I'm going to have to go with <laughs> the new favorite.
4: Mm. My little nom
5: nom buddy, Grogu. And for him, I would give him a nice bowl full of my Christmas Eve soup that I make, because he likes weird things. Put a bunch <laughs> of piragi in there, because it sounds like froggies, because he likes his <laughs> froggies, and then give him a cute little bowl of soup. <laughs>
1: Oh. Very cute. You know in my neighborhood um somebody has those inflatable like lawn decorations are all the rage right now and somebody mm-hmm. has a grogu of like simp- sipping the little the little Whoa. mug or whatever you know how that became a meme. Well now Uh-oh. it's like a Christmas inflatable lawn decoration so <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. Um yeah, I got to say my favorite Star Wars character for all time is probably gonna be Obi-Wan. Um, and it sounds really like obvious, at least to me, but I would say for life day, take them to a cantina and give them a flight of like really nice, you know, drinks and just sit down and enjoy, you know, <laughs> the company because it seems like that's what Obi-Wan tends to want to do. So to relax, you know. <laughs>
0: otherwise he just cut somebody's arm off and that's what I <laughs> say yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. gotta get that guy chill <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah
3: he doesn't uh, want death sticks though that's no when death. he goes to a bar yeah, no no
1: I, a to I wouldn't dream yeah. of yeah. it Thomas <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> alright Father Andrew how about you
0: well, this will come as no surprise, but my uh, my favorite character is is Jango Fett. What? And f- <laughs> right, I know. i mean, you're, you're all just. I can see you're all just <laughs> so shocked by that. Uh, and for Life Day, he deserves a good dad joke book.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> nice. I like oh, the connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, speaking of dads, the dadalorian here, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
2: Um, okay, so my favorite is uh, Chewbacca, um, and that's I, I've been taller than most of my friends for most of my life, and that was my like default nickname. Uh, at least when we were talking about Star Wars, was uh, Chewbacca. So he's he's been my favorite. Um, I'm split. I I either want to get him. A good pair of shorts, because <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember that being a thing. Like when Lucas was like, "Okay, we're gonna have this like you know kind of bare wookie creature." Like, well, he's got to wear pants. Like, wait, what? Why?
1: <laughs> Just make sure there's I'm no slave a teen labor kind of look. Yes, <laughs>
2: so, you know, jean shorts, um, little frayed on the ends, that or or a surfboard. Um, because he, you know, from the Clone Wars, it looks like he's got a pretty sweet, you know, beach there or set of beaches on Kashyyyk that he could really catch some waves. And so I, that's, I would love to see that.
5: <laughs> hey, he had a surfboard in Lego Star Wars.
0: Yep. And oh,
5: Tales my... of the, Android Droid Tales. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. There's a there's a Star Wars Christmas album. I know this is slightly off-topic, but totally not off-topic. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys all heard of the Star Wars Christmas album? Totally. I have not. Oh, gosh. No. So after the show, or if you're watching the show live, look it up on YouTube. It's called Christmas in the Stars, and it was put out, I think, in 1980. It's an actual CD, actual album narrated by C-3PO and R2-D2. So that's the introduction. One of the songs relates to to your... Uh, to your Wookiee problem. One of the songs is titled, what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to spoil where they go with that, but look it up and listen to it. It's adorable.
1: Great tip. Yes, definitely. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the idea of playing off of Kashyyyk for sure. Uh, It's very on theme with life day. Um. So let's just say, you know, uh, we got to choose which Star Wars planet we uh, we think we want to celebrate life day on. And I know we all want to say Kashyyyk, and that's fine if you want to <laughs> say Kashyyyk. But I got to say, let's let's crank up the creativity here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what Star Wars planet would you want to celebrate life day on and tell us why? Maybe reveal a little bit about your personality here. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, Thomas, we're going to go swing on back to you here. Uh, what What do you think? What are you thinking right now?
3: Well, I'm thinking like, hmm, holidays. You know, I live up, you know, in the Northeast. So I guess the most aesthetically appropriate planet would be Hoth. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know where I, I don't want it to be any of the warm planets because you know, as soon as the thermometer gets above like 50 or 60 degrees, I start to melt. <laughs> 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 Colder planet for me.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough,
5: fair enough. How about you, Catherine? Well, I was going to say Kashyyyk because been a tree climber ever since I was a little kid, and I'd still do it now if I could find a tree I could get into. But if I had to pick somewhere else, it'd have to be Lothal. 'Cause yeah. I just love the wolves and all the other little critters and their little stone pillar things that stick up out of the ground would
1: make great you know, life day decorations. Cool. Very cool. Um, yes, you're definitely our Clone Wars or our Rebels enthusiast here. So yeah. Appreciate it. Um, I I would have to say, you know, you guys know that I live deep in the heart of Texas and um, I'm not used to s- like snow or cold on quote unquote life day as we're celebrating it. Um, you know, I, I gotta say just for a, I'll be home for a life day type of thing. I'm going to have to go with Tatooine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah, maybe there's some kind of special, uh, cause we, I made tamales a few days ago, you know, so that's a very yeah. uh, uh, Christmas tradition, you know, for for my family. So we maybe on Tatooine there's some sort of equivalent of uh, making tamales. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but that, I'm I'm imagining that would be pretty fun. Um, Father Andrew, how about you? I
0: would pick Camino because I Ooh. love the whole water, the water planets. I mean, uh, even just symbolically with water being life bearing, I mean, or life destroying, I mean, depending on how you want to kind of look at it, but you know, on one of those rare days when it's not raining to have like an outdoor <laughs> on the, on the, on the tarmac where all the, all the ships are, have a, have a, have a big party out there.
1: Fun. Yeah. How about you, Patrick?
2: Um. So. I think I would probably go with, um, I want, it's Ferrex right? Where Andor's yeah. from? Yep, yep, yep. Um, because I've, I've spent my entire career in kind of the industrial environment. And um, so, I, you know, I'm, I've been a wrench turner. I work with wrench turners. Now I supervise wrench turners. Um, but <laughs> but um, we all know how to party. Um, and, you know, <laughs> and I have a feeling they do they do pretty good with their celebrations so I, I would want to be in on that
1: oh my gosh I love that idea that's so cool well definitely uh, for Marva's funeral you could tell that there was a lot of ritual and tradition on Ferric so I could totally see that yeah. <laughs> uh, okay well thank you so much for being creative and <laughs> and uh enjoying that question i think you know when we're talking about star wars on this show we do like to be creative but we like to connect it with our our spiritual life we like to talk about those deeper themes and meanings as i mentioned in the intro and um i think you know when we're talking about christmas and life day at least in our theology so to speak um We talk about, yeah, like, what is it about Star Wars that connects with all of that, that connects with the deeper purpose? Um, When we, you know, there's this saying, right, keep Christ in Christmas. So, I mean, tell us about what about Star Wars is important in a way that it has impacted your spirituality your personal spiritual journey Um, why is it that Star Wars affects you so much that you're here on a Wednesday night live streaming with a bunch of random people (laughs) across the country Um, yeah just tell us about how Star Wars has changed and affected you in that capacity so um, Thomas we'll start off with you again
3: Well, in in terms of my own personal life and my personal journey, it's got to be my relationship with my younger brother, who I've mentioned a million times on these podcasts. But, you know, he was actually even though I mentioned I had seen Star Wars as a little kid, he was really the Star Wars fan first. You know, he saw it when the uh, special editions were coming out. And at first, I kind of steered away from it because of the sibling rivalry aspect. I'm like, oh, that's my brother's thing. I'm like, my thing is Jurassic Park, his thing is Star Wars. And so we kind of, but you know, later we really bonded over Star Wars. And anyone who knows us knows that if the two of us are in a room together, we will, within a few minutes, start talking about Star Wars. <laughs> and that will be the only thing we will talk about for the next couple hours. So like just that 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 family connection and you know me and my brother still being really really close and having bonded over Star Wars we're both now borderline obsessed with Star Wars and just in terms of like spiritual aspects it's real Star Wars has has gotten me through some tough times you know watching those movies sometimes were you know, during difficult points in my life were things that could make me smile, get through them, you know. um, That that sense of hope in Star Wars is always something I connected to, you know, that no matter what's going on, no matter how dark things appear, you know, like with, you know, the, the Empire having its totalitarian grip on the whole galaxy, that there's, that still that there's, you know, a few people can make a difference. And that kind of message that uh, to sort of never give up hope and to keep striving for the good in spite of how dark the world may get, that's always connected to me. Plus, just a lot of Yoda sayings (laughs) have always (laughs) stuck with me. You know, try not, try not, do or do not, you Mm -hmm. know. That's kind of what I've tried to be in my own, you know, life, one of my, you know, go-to sayings, you know, so... Yeah, there's just so much, and I don't think I could adequately sum up how much Star Wars has just affected, you know, all aspects of my life.
5: Love it. Uh, Catherine, how about you? Well, I'm going to have to go down the art route on this one. Mm. (laughs) Um, I mean, Star Wars fan since I was, I think, eight years old, nine years old from the beginning, and... uh, I mean, I hate to say it, I was 10 years old when the Life Day special happened in 78. Wow, that was a long time ago. But anyway, (laughs) um, the thing for me, especially as I learn and grow in um, my understanding of sacred art and how sacred art virtually and should, and once again will, affect the culture. And Star Wars has a lot of elements within the artwork That is from sacred art and even tying in uh, our life day images on Wikipedia. When you look up life day, there's an image of Chewbacca and his family and they're holding an orb. If you look up the, um, I hope I say this right, synaxis of the archangels icon, you will see the exact same arrangement of the three archangels. But instead of Hmm. an empty orb, it's Christ. And so it's neat for me to watch Star Wars and see the reflection of the truth that we see in sacred art. So if you want to show something true, you got to reflect what is true. And so that's always fun for me to see those little bits of sacred art all through. And it just makes me look for more and want to do more art myself.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, I'm going to skip over myself right now and I'm going to go to Father Andrew.
0: OK, um, <clears throat> you wanted you wanted to, us to show some vulnerability. So uh, you're going to you're going to get some of that with my story. I was Thomas, I was actually a lot like you or rather like your younger brother. I was the Star Wars fan. My older brother was the Star Trek fan. Uh, but rather than getting my brother to kind of like come to my side, it was I couldn't like Star Trek because he liked Star Trek. So I chose Star Wars because it was different than Star Trek nice and so it was it for me it was one of those things that um like i kind of mentioned earlier we we went and saw episode two in theaters and something about it just captivated me i couldn't even tell you the, the 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 battles you know especially on geonosis captivated the 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 kid in me and so i yeah just gravitated towards it started to read the books like crazy all the all the fun um you know then called expanded universe novels now the the legends uh branded novels and i just i loved it i couldn't get enough of it tried to to find as much as i could but for me where it got tough was in in high school because i was i was always the one i was the goody two shoes in 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 my class i was bullied for you know trying to be the teacher's pet so to speak because i got good grades and didn't get into trouble and 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 i was teased for being a geek i was teased for liking star wars and i mean even uh cyberbullied <laughs> and i remember one one thing in particular that they 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 said online about me was that um they they thought they should try to speak in wookiee so that i so that i would understand them and like all they were doing mm-hmm. was throwing insults at me so in high school i sort of developed this like star wars was like my I was I was a closet geek when it came to Star Wars because all I'd ever known in school is if you share that you're gonna get made fun of. So so when I was home I was, you know, perfectly fine. I was gobbling up the, the Star Wars stuff like crazy, but in public I didn't really share that at all because I was scared of getting uh made fun of for it. And it became one of those things that if you got to know me you I'd I'd open up and reveal that reveal that. But it wasn't really until seminary where things really started to change for me. And a lot of it actually delves around the idea of loving yourself as God created you. And I really struggled with that because I didn't, I actually, at at that point when I was in seminary, I didn't know how to love myself. All I saw was my flaws. All, All I saw was, you know, this broken person. And I didn't love myself. And I had to just struggle with that. And so part of my 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 growth in seminary was learning to finally like not to see myself as I see myself, but to see myself as God sees me, which is he created me. And if he created me, he created those desires for what's fun, what's cool, what's, you know, even the the fact that we love Star Wars, you know, is a thing that God placed in our hearts. It's not a bad thing at all. And so there was there was many moments throughout seminary that it was this self-acceptance, self-healing, self-growth that I went through. And it finally I think it was maybe my deacon year that I that I finally like (laughs) (laughs) this sounds so weird. Like I opened up publicly about being like a Star Wars geek, like I was finally a proclaimed Star Wars geek. And and it was there, there was this liberation in me because it was like I'm a Star Wars geek. And what that reveals is that, like, I love it, and God loves that that I love it. There was a, a deacon preaching when I was in seminary, and he said, as long as you're not sinning, God delights in what you delight in. And, like, that has stuck with me ever since he said that. And so there was this, like, really cool reflection of, like, I'm going to embrace this geeky part of me because it's what God created in me. And if God created it, it's got to be good. And, um, so then after, after ordination, that's when I coined the, the, the name father Fett, and, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. And it's been really fun to, to embody that as as a, just like, this is who I am. I'm a priest. I'm a star Wars geek. It's who God made me to be. I love it. And, and it's fun to be able to like show that to other people that like <laughs> you are unique the way you are and what you love shouldn't be ridiculed because that's what God, you know, placed in your heart. And that is a wonderful and beautiful thing. And that's, and that's what we celebrate, you know, that's a fun thing that we can all share together. We're all geeks. <laughs> and it's fun to be able to to do this. So, um so yeah, so for me, Star Wars has been way more than just like a fun hobby. It's, it's been a whole way of learning to love myself as, as God truly loves me.
1: Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate how that also ties into the incarnation and, in our Catholic faith, we talk about how, you know, God coming and becoming flesh, mm-hmm. you know, just makes all of creation um, holy, you know, and that you know, sense of, what you're saying, you know, that we enjoy we can enjoy Star Wars and we can enjoy these stories um, is is part of that connection as well. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Some people sort of have this like false notion that like in order to be holy, like you have to like spend 24 hours a day at, at church and pray and like you can't have any fun, so to speak. Like you have to like <laughs> go be a hermit. And it's like, no, some are called to that. Absolutely. But for the for the average person, I mean, God, yeah, created our humanity and became one of us. And what we love to have fun with. He would have fun with, too.
1: I can just imagine our Lord enjoying some Star Wars right now. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Never had that image before in my mind. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Patrick how about you what is important to you about Star Wars and how has it affected your life
2: Yeah so it's it's always been about connection for me it started with my father um he's always been a big um semi nerd closet nerd I don't know what to call him um but <laughs> you know he introduced me to Star Wars we went to all the movies as they came out um even the new ones and you know introduced me to transformers and to several other science fiction genre kind of stuff. Um, and then as I grew older, it became a big binding force between me and my friends. Um, you know, two or three of my friends in high school, a typical Saturday night for us was, um, hanging out at a Denny's or a steak and shake and talking about star Wars for, you know, whatever book, um, you know, we had most recently read, and what that meant about Luke, and um, you know, or Vader, or Solo, and and the relationships, and and you know, who they were as people, and that um, sort of continued on into college, uh, meeting my college friends, and sort of um, bonding on that note. That was kind of the, um, the I don't know, one of the core things was my Star Wars fandom that brought me to other other people. And that was a big deal for me because I was, uh, you know, cause I was I've always been kind of a weird guy. I was a weird kid and didn't have a lot of friends in school. And I sort of gravitated towards other people who were like me. And that's how we formed our, I formed our friendship. Um, and remember in high school, one of the religion teachers had the big poster of Yoda on the wall that had all of his names on it. Um, and, I remember like reading those every day and and contemplating on them, and like what they meant, you know what is you know do or do not, there is no tribe mm. like what what does that actually mean, and how does how do you apply that kind of thing um, and so I spent a lot of time in philosophical contemplation because of star Wars stuff um, and what I loved about Star Wars and the reason I like it more than like Star Trek, for instance. <clears throat> is because the people in it are very real and the universe is very real. Like in Star Trek, just seems so, so sanitized. But <laughs> the people in Star Wars like live in this real dusty, dirty world, dusty, dirty problems. Um, and it makes it easy to relate to. So that's, that's kind of been the thrust for me.
1: Very cool. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you on Star Trek. This isn't like we're not, you know, um, not hating on Star Trek. <laughs> not hating. <laughs> <laughs> just just sharing, you know, um about yeah, like my dad um kind of raised me on uh, martial arts movies and and he watched a lot of Star Trek and and uh, then, you know, he showed me Star Wars and I remember that Star Wars was a thing that really caught my attention more so. Um, partially, I think because of the story elements that the stories being more fantasy are uh, really about um, themes that are more, I guess, about relationships and connection and the spirituality aspect of it too, right? That ha- has always fascinated me. I think I've continued to enjoy Star Wars because of how I can, you know, watch something. Like you mentioned, Andor. Um, I can watch something like Andor or one of the, you know, new Star Wars or an animated series or what, whatever it is. And it gives me this sort of imaginary place to apply real life situations and real life questions that I have. And, you know, like spiritual concepts that, you know, sometimes when we talk about them in church, like they can feel very abstract, right. And to be able to just have this world where they're enfleshed, you know, and we see them play out. Um, that's, that's one reason why I love Star Wars. And, you know, the fact that it's always about connection. It's always about family and friendship and, um, and using the force or in the case of Andor, you know, that something else that drives you, right. That you realize is your conscience or, you know, is, is the greater good, right? That ultimately is what um what matters at the end of the day, you know? Um so that's that's definitely why I love Star Wars and why I love that we are here and we get to have The Secrets of Star Wars. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so for those of you who are watching in the chat, thank you for continuing to join us. Uh we have Tom sharing in the chat. He says, I'm not the one who originated this, but Star, Star Trek focuses a lot on technology. In Star Wars, the technology always uh, seems always secondary. The people, the relationships, the conflicts are the primary focus. So thank you, yeah. uh, Tom, for, for sharing that. I would, I would tend to agree.
3: And that Star Wars is a myth. That's the other thing that really captured my attention, especially when a teacher of mine introduced me to, like, the classical myths. And then I really started to get interested in Star Wars because I'm like, oh, Star Wars is like another myth. But it's like a mm-hmm. modern myth. And it again, it really began to influence me as a creative person and a storyteller myself where I realized I can look to Star Wars for examples as how you tell a gripping story with compelling characters and create a world that people want to get lost in.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's say that uh, as we continue our discussion here, if you all who are watching in the chat or in the uh, live stream, if you want to add to the chat again, any questions, comments, tell us what you think as we're discussing. Um, We've got also in Discord, our Discord at sqpn.com slash Discord, the Secrets of Star Wars channel there. We've got a few people that have been sharing their uh, life day or their Christmas uh, swag. So I'm going to see if I can share my screen here and uh, we will see what chaos ensues as I try to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got some uh, sharing from Paul. I hope that I'm sharing. Let's see. Okay.
4: <laughs> Can anybody <laughs> see yeah. anything? Okay, there it is. Oh
1: oh oh, yeah. Yay! <laughs> so Paul <laughs> wants to share his uh, Stan Solo figures. Uh, Very cool. cool. And then also, I'll stop sharing that and we'll go to another one here that was shared by Jason. And Jason had a very cool gift from his uh, son's girlfriend who actually freehand painted some Star Wars characters. So I'm going to share that. Let's see how long that takes here. Oh, Ooh, oh nice. nice. Very cool. So, yeah, lots of talent there. Really appreciate you sharing that, Jason. So thank you so much. If anybody else wants to share anything in Discord, certainly you're welcome to do that. Again, sqpn.com slash Discord. And that's where we have a lot of continuing conversations, like all the time, 24-7, anytime you want, yep. about Star Wars with us. So uh, join us there. All right, um, so let's let's start a lightning round. Are you guys ready for this?
4: Let's do no. it. <laughs>
1: do not, it.
2: Not ready at all.
1: <laughs> okay, so all of you are watching. Feel free to participate in our lightning round as well. Uh, okay, so this is going to be would you rather questions. Okay, so would you rather? I'm going to give you two options, and we're just going to go around. I will include myself here in this and we'll just go really fast. Uh, All of you who are watching again, uh, put your questions in the chat and let's get started here. Life day lightning round. Okay. so question number one, would you rather have R2-D2 or BB-8 pilot your ship? Thomas. R2-D2. Catherine. Chopper.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Not
4: an option. I don't know what he's saying. Had to be an instigator.
1: He's cursing me out. I got to say R2. All right, Father, how about you? R2D2. Hey, Pat. Uh, (laughs) R2D2. Okay. R2 seems to win that round. Next lightning round here. Would you rather? Race in a pod racer like Anakin or fly the Millennium Falcon, Thomas
3: Pod Racer,
1: <laughs> Pod Racer. Oh, Millennium Falcon,
2: Pod Racer, Millennium Falcon.
1: Oh, okay, Pod Racer by a, th- a thread there. <laughs> Let's see how we're doing. Oh, Falcon seems to be winning in the YouTube chat, so <clears throat> I guess we'll call it a draw. <laughs> oh. Alright guys, next lightning round here. Would you rather have a loath cat or a porg as a pet? Thomas.
3: I'm a cat guy, so loath cat.
1: Loth cat. <laughs> oh, porg.
3: I gotta go with the loath cat.
2: I I view pets as also potential um emergency food supplies, so we're going <laughs> porg.
1: <laughs> Whoa. I was not expecting that. <laughs>
3: Survival porn. Right? Uh. Meals ready to eat, basically.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, next lightning round here. Hopefully not as offensive to our poor fans. <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> would you treat rather it well. be? <laughs> would you rather be stuck in a garbage chute or battle a sarlacc? All right, battle
3: of Sarlacc,
1: garbage chute. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, yeah, garbage chute.
0: I'll I'll go with battle of Sarlacc because in the garbage chute, you're relying on somebody else to shut it down. Yes, yeah, Pat. Yeah,
2: I, I'm I'm in the Sarlacc too. I'm I'm not gonna go into that garbage. <laughs> shoot
0: well, you you don't go into it, but yeah. you fight it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure you
1: don't. About that one. Oh man! And we have somebody in the chat saying Sarlacc. So, I think it's a tie mm. here. All right. Very interesting. Lightning round. Um, now, next one is possibly controversial. Here, would you rather be trained by Obi Wan or Yoda? Hmm. Master Akrid, what say you?
3: I would say Master Yoda. Mm-hmm. I mean, Master Yoda did train Master Ecre in the Legends oh, continuity, yeah. so I kind of have to say Yoda.
4: <laughs>
1: Master Yoda, he's about my height.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta say, Obi Wan, guys, I think it'll be a lot funner.
0: <laughs> I have to say, Obi Wan too. I think he's a, he's more he's more grounded.
2: I I probably would pick obi-wan but i would probably need yoda <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i think we're split in the chat here oh maybe obi-wan is coming out on top we'll we'll continue to see what shows up in the chat so we'll go on to the next lightning round of a very simple question here <laughs> again possibly controversial would you rather watch rogue one or solo <laughs> And we're talking oh, about Rogue, the movies here. Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay, Thomas. Rogue One. Yep. It's one of my favorite Star Wars, hands down. So.
1: Catherine? Oh,
5: golly. If I want to cry, Rogue One. But if I want to laugh, Solo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I got to say Rogue One, guys.
0: Yeah, I love Solo, but Rogue One takes
1: the win for me.
2: I think i watched rogue one most recently so i'm gonna go with solo
1: okay well rogue one is clearly winning in the chat although <laughs> we do, <laughs> yeah oh, we have a comment from sean saying k2so rules oh yeah k2so yes.
2: does rule <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: all right so uh we we did mention planets beforehand um I think we're going to we're going to skip our planet, uh lightning round question that we had planned. And we're going to go with our next question of uh, some conflict here. Uh, would you rather battle Maul or Vader? Thomas.
3: Uh, Vader, he's slower. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: uh. Uh. Yeah, Vader, we know he has a soft spot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to say Maul because I I feel like the animated series has shown us that Maul could potentially become my friend or my ally. So, hmm. I'm I'm going to say Maul.
0: I'm going to say Maul because seeing Darth Vader in Rogue One is utterly terrifying. That is true. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I have to go with Maul as well. I think, canonically, he's not as good of a fighter as Vader, <laughs> even though he is faster. And I mean, oh, I'm dead yeah, either way here.
1: here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either way. You know, it's only a matter
3: of time, I think, with, yeah. the, with this battle, you know, like...
1: Yeah, not Maul- in my wildest fantasy do I think I'm actually going to come out alive in any of <laughs> these scenarios.
2: I fear yeah. Yeah. Maul will kill me fast and Vader <laughs> will toy with me. It'll be a cat and mouse kind of a thing.
1: <laughs> and in the chat, Paul says, Maul is half the man he used to be. So... Oh! wop oh. oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Womp, womp.
4: womp.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got some parents in the panel here on the panel. So let's shake it up a little bit from one kind of battle to another. We're talking about babysitting. (laughs) Would you rather babysit Grogu or Babu Frick? Thomas.
3: Babu Frick's not really a baby. So (laughs) I I would go with Yoda because baby Yoda, because at least Grogu I could potentially put to sleep. (laughs)
5: Grogu gotta go with the cute that little face oh man yes Grogu
1: <laughs> um even though Babu Frick would probably help me like fix a few things around the house I gotta say Grogu <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I'm I'm all with the cuteness of Grogu
2: I I would go with Frick I I know how dangerous <laughs> babies can be and one that has force <laughs> powers I'm not. I'm mm. not up for that.
0: I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, you're making me second They'll guess my answer. steal your cookies.
4: That's that's, that's 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 how so dangerous, dangerous he is.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. yeah, and like
3: Babu Frick could like fix your car or something. Yeah. So like, you know. yeah. Yeah, plenty okay. of broken stuff in my house.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we got two more lightning rounds here. Uh, next one is: Would you rather fly an X-wing or a Tie Fighter? Thomas.
3: X-Wing because it has hyperdrive and shields and is not a suicide box like a TIE Fighter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. X-Wing all the way. That thing's like a rocket ship.
1: I mean, you guys, the TIE Fighter is like leather interior. It's all black. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Father nice. Pet. Nice. You know... I'll go with TIE Fighter just because of the thrill factor <laughs> yeah very no I, I, I want me
2: some shields and hyperdrive we're going and <laughs> we get our little and robot buddy
3: <laughs> or droid buddy
2: oh right.
1: true yeah. very true and
3: proton torpedo launchers
1: uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well the YouTube yeah, but we
5: could be definitely talking about.
0: Agrees. we could be talking about Thrawn's TIE Fighters though Right, yeah, like tie defenders oh, or or like, yeah. you're talking, not yeah. like just the
2: basic tie fighter. Then, I fighter. then that becomes a real that that's a puzzler.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, but it's, the, it's...
3: the X-wing is clearly designed for like farm boys from distant planets <laughs> to be able to pick up and learn how to fly pretty easily. <laughs> the tie, do, I think the tie, no, I think the Rebel Alliance designed them that way. Yeah so that they wouldn't have to spend ages training pilots to fly these things whereas like the mm-hmm. tie defender is like you would need to be one of the best pilots out of the imperial academy to to even begin to know how to fly that
1: thing yeah totally okay does anybody uh have uh if you guys that are watching the chat if you have some would you rather questions for us we're going to be wrapping up here with our prepared questions so please Put your own would you rather questions in the chat as well. All right. So uh, this is the last one that I've prepared here. Would you rather live during the High Republic or the Resistance era? Okay, so I think I know what Thomas is going to say, but maybe you'll surprise Mm -hmm. me. What do you got?
3: Uh, probably I would say High Republic, because I just like that idea of how they pitched the High Republic of Jedi Knights of the Round Table. I like that, you know, peak of the Jedi Order. And plus, if he was in canon, Master Ikrit would be alive during that era, so he's my character, so.
1: <clears throat> cool. All right, Catherine.
5: Uh, High Republic, because I'd want to be one of those... Jedi that don't go fight people? You know, like the gardener Jedi, the Librarian Jedi? <laughs> the Librarian Jedi, Jedi yeah. for the win, yeah!
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, You guys, I I don't like stress, okay, so Resistance Era is too much stress for me. I gotta say High Republic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I I like the idea of the galaxy not being fractioned like they are in in the the rebel period and the resistance era and yeah the idea that there's just jedi all over the galaxy is a really cool
1: idea all right pat
2: yeah i really enjoy traveling and traveling during a civil war is rough so i'm gonna go with high republic <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, well it seems like High Republic won this round. Uh so thank you guys for playing the lightning round questions. I wish we had like crazy sound effects, but I'm sorry. I don't have any Oh what?
3: Here. Like we, we don't <laughs> win a car at the end or something <laughs> like that, or land speeder.
1: <laughs> don't forget to spay <sighs> and neuter your ports. Okay. <laughs> King <laughs> Bob Barker, game show hosts. If you don't get that, there's this show called The Price Is Right. Look it up. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. <laughs> All
5: right, um, in the chat,
1: we have, let's see, what questions do you guys have? We're going to the chat right now. I've got Paul asking, what are your favorite character arcs from the movies, TV, et cetera, in Star Wars? Favorite character arcs in particular. Does anybody want to jump on that question? Thank you, Paul, for your question.
3: I love Vader's redemption arc in the original trilogy. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love it.
2: I I love Anakin's whole arc through uh the first three movies, the you know, his rise and fall and then his redemption arc. Um, and at the same time, Luke's corresponding rising arc.
0: Mm. Um, I'll jump in. This is gonna be kind of a deep cut, but you gotta be a Legends fan to get it. Um Jason Solo. Mm. Um yeah. and So in the in the in the Legends books, he is uh one of Han and Leia's kids he's the he's twins with with Jaina solo but I've loved Jason's arc because he he kind of has a rise and fall but then even post fall um Luke and Luke and his son Ben go on kind of a um odyssey kind of quest to figure out you know what what made Jason fall and and that like reveals a bit of like um, it, it's almost kind of a it's a re, it's a redemptive look at his fall, and so I, I've always I think he's been my favorite character arc in the in the novels ever.
5: I'm gonna jump in deep cut also and talk about Luke's wife Mara. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Mara yes. story. Yes. Oh my goodness,
5: yes. And then of course Thrawn. Um, it's so yeah. artfully done. <laughs> <laughs> oh i see
2: what Uh, you did there artfully done
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i could have totally guessed your answer catherine
4: (laughs) i don't know why why. (laughs) (laughs) like
5: all
1: you ever talk about on this show (laughs) <laughs> i got a stack of Thrawn books behind me too <laughs> let's start reading <laughs> chapter one no um you guys can you guys guess can you guys guess which character arc i'm gonna say
2: i'm gonna think obi-wan maybe <laughs> no
1: no almost what? not obi not obi-wan character arc oh my gosh it's so like obvious I'm oh ahsoka afraid. Ahsoka! Oh,
4: well, okay. That's,
1: That's like, the character arc of the past, like, what, 10 years of Star Wars? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot about her! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if anybody's not familiar with her character arc and hasn't seen Clone Wars, please do yourself a favor. Go and watch the Clone Wars. Enjoy Ahsoka Tano's amazing character arc. Because it really is, there's a lot of character development and uh, mm-hmm. just like audience development. You know, our our relationship with her that evolves over time that, you know, we got we got some of the payoff with her series recently. So well, she, she's yeah. like the only mm-hmm.
2: character we've seen from like bratty middle schooler. All the way to like adult, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you don't get any other character that way—that kind of full breadth of life.
0: I seem to recall a certain Luke Skywalker being very—I
1: was wondering in how old four. he was. Yeah, but yeah. what's that flashing?
3: He's like, you know, he's like <laughs> <laughs> such a bright, weird, petty yeah. kid.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's supposed to be eighteen in in New Hope, right? Some
1: power converters, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Let's
2: really get that wine in there.
4: (laughs) Oh man! I also
3: want to say I like Han Solo's evolution Mm. from you know smuggler with a heart of gold to you know hero of the rebellion. I just love that. Yeah. I think it's awesome.
0: I'm
2: I totally agree. I like all of the arcs in Andor. Um they're short so far. It's a season and we're probably not going to be more than another season, but they're like there's more there's like three or four arcs going on that are just fantastic to watch, but
0: short so far. Kino Loy? Yeah.
1: Great character yeah. arc. Yeah.
0: Mon Mothma <laughs> is one of my top favorites out of the Andor show. She just oh, I love the political cat and mouse game she has to 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 work through.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and like her her relationship with her daughter and her family as well mm-hmm. is yeah. tied into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, Father Fett, since you haven't been on the podcast, uh, can you tell us what your opinion is of the recent uh? series that we've gotten let's see let's talk about what it okay first of all uh give us your like like 30 second spiel or review on uh obi-wan for example did you watch obi-wan and what did you think of it
0: okay i'm glad i'm only limited to 30
1: seconds
0: (laughs) (laughs) um long story short on kenobi i absolutely loved it um i don't i don't care what any of the haters say Little Princess Leia like stole my heart. Aww. Like that was the, oh, she has the right spunk, the right, and then her and her and Obi Wan's kind of like <laughs> distrust relationship grow into a a real kind of familial bond that by the end of it is just is just brilliant and bringing back Hayden to do Vader yes. was eerie and so well done. And especially that moment when they're fighting and it's like Darth Vader's voice and Hayden's voice. Yeah. Just Yeah, so so well done. Um loved, I loved, loved, loved Kenobi. Um trying to think, was Andor? Did Yeah. Was Andor before that or was Andor after that?
1: Well, I don't remember, but let's just talk about Andor anyway. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. What'd you think? Um Andor, um, And I guess you guys can all jump into (laughs) it. I don't want this to be uh, all strictly me, but uh, Andor was another one that I, that I wasn't sure if I was going to like, but I ended up really enjoying it. Uh, The, the, the idea I'm, I'm a, (laughs) the Jedi have captivated my heart and my mind since a kid. So to have a show without any Jedi whatsoever was, was a new thing. But I, I found the, like I kind of just mentioned with Mon Moth, I loved the the political uh intrigue of of how she's trying to like do the right thing in a Senate that's, you know, slowly succumbing to the Empire and, and the Emperor's demands. And um Cassian's story, kind of, you know, looking out for for only himself to I'm excited to see what season two does to bridge that gap to see what happens uh as we lead into Rogue One and i want to see more k2so but that's that's season 2 <laughs> and to just see the the spark of the rebellion they're on Ferrex, i mean what a what a what a inspirational sort of you know this is this is we 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 must stand up to evil and yeah. to see that that in the show was was cool
1: totally yeah i'm looking forward to season 2 for that one um i think We've seen like how deep that character development and that story development can really go in Andor. They're really detailed in, um, you know, we got so many characters in Andor. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting if we'll get more characters and how the ones that we, we've been introduced to will um, continue to develop and grow and, and affect Cassian as well. So
4: mm-hmm
1: yeah all right and uh i guess ahsoka what what did you think of ahsoka as a series and i hope that uh I, we can end on like a happy <laughs> note or maybe not see.
0: I, I hate that i feel this way about ahsoka <laughs> but i i will i will phrase it this way i think my biggest challenge with ahsoka is not with the show or not with like where they went with things. Um, Granted, I'm irritated that Ahsoka and Sabine are still now stranded in another galaxy, which, (laughs) okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't expecting that and didn't want to see that. But my biggest challenge with, with the Ahsoka show is it starts to deviate from what I, what I, what I grew up with, with the legends novels and even Thrawn's character. And, and so I'm, I'm really having to like, be conscious about like, okay, this is, this is something different. It's not, it's not what I loved in legends. And I have to kind of let that go. So my, my heart is kind of like struggling between the two, because this is, this is uh, now new territory that's finally starting to overwrite the books that I loved. Whereas everything prior I could, I could just mesh into like both universes, canon and legends. So, so I, I, I think that a lot of my, like, Frustration comes from that. I will say, I think they did some really phenom- <sighs> phenomenal things in Ahsoka. I particularly loved the the World Between Worlds episode.
5: Yeah, Channel and so Warrior. to
0: see, yeah, to see young Ahsoka and Clone Wars Anakin with Hayden was was truly a treat, and uh, and it was so good to see Ezra. Um, Thrawn wasn't as imposing as I was hoping he would be Mm. in, 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 in the, in his physical presence. Um, I, I, he felt, he felt imposing in Rebels and I'm hoping with Ahsoka season two, we're going to get to really see Thrawn as that intimidating villain. Okay. I didn't quite get the, the intimidating villain that I know he is. In 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 this, but I but I also feel like Ahsoka season one at least is almost like a bridge between two bigger arcs. Anyway, so there's definitely more coming that I think will will uh, will, will bring me around. But for now, I'm sort of like I I, I kind of ended it less less um, underwhelmed. I think is is maybe how how I would put that. But but I enjoyed it for what it was.
1: Yeah. Um. I am grateful to Tom uh, in the chat for asking about Bad Batch season two. What your thoughts were on Bad Batch <sighs> season two? So uh, I don't I think just we, go cry. We heard from you on that. So oh, yeah, yeah what I just want mean? to cry. Tech, tech is tech. my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... No body, like, man. There's there's no body. True. This is true. Star Wars. But, but like, he fell if, off if, of something. In Star
4: Wars,
3: you fall and there's no body. Then there's no true, proof. True. True.
4: <laughs> true.
3: I object. Mall, there's Mall, no proof. Maul
0: and Palpatine have both survived falls in a similar vein. Okay, but yeah, if you if you'd seen my before I uh, went off to to Washington DC, if you would have seen my home my home office at the rectory, I think I had at least. Three different uh like either either photos or or the bad batch crew, but they it was like tech was <laughs> all over my wall uh that particular year so uh I mean so that was the bit the big thing was was his sacrifice but uh overall if i if I'm remembering kind of the the arc of that a lot of it from what I remember was just kind of. Not,
1: um, you got Omega I, I think I wanted Spider-Man. more
0: bigger storytelling, bigger arcs. A lot of this, mm-hmm. a lot of the episodes were sort of just kind of little standalone stories, which are, which are, are not bad, but I wanted more. How is Omega going to fit into the cloning and, and all of that stuff? And I, I assume that's still coming in, in the next, the next season, but I think I wanted more of that in season two. But, but I, but I, I enjoyed it for sure i love I love the bad batch they're they're great,
1: yeah, totally, yeah, thank you again tom for for that reminder,
0: yeah, it was a yeah. while back,
1: but oh man, that mm-hmm. was a great I thought that was a fun season,
3: and the mm-hmm. outpost was just phenomenal, like mate, like out of all the episodes, the outpost was the real standout for me,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not fun, but not definitely. Not fun, but really good. <laughs> really deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, and again, if, if anybody's watching the live stream and you haven't uh, heard our, our podcast about that where we really deep dive, definitely go check out any and all of the above uh, series that we've, we've actually talked about on our, on our podcast. Um, you know, Catherine brings a lot of great art uh, insights as well. And uh, we talk about music. We talk about, yeah, everything. So definitely uh, check out those uh, archived episodes. You can go to sqpn.com slash Star Wars for that or your favorite podcast app, as well as YouTube on StarQuest Media's channel. All right, guys. So uh, we could continue to have some uh, chat questions. Uh, Oh, yes. Tom says, I appreciate Catherine's feedback on Vision Season 2. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, visions. I hope they do more of those. I want more yes. of those.
4: Those
1: are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Father. Did you get a chance to to catch Vision season two?
0: I did. And for some reason, the only one that's sticking out in my mind is the the mom and daughter Wallace and Gromit claymation one.
4: Yes. Mm. And oh, I just love I
0: love that art style and and i and and that was that one that one was that was was fun cuz i <laughs> the the i think it was the mother of the like the other girl that she's competing against just reminded me of the villain in chicken run again the claymation <laughs> villain yeah. uh-huh and just yeah the the art was great and the other ones i i remember enjoying them but i don't remember specific some of them one of them had some really cool color Catherine, you're gonna probably remember them way better than I do, but I just remember <laughs> the use of color. in, I mean, in one of them the was really one. cool. I think oh, it yeah, was yeah. The, the first one that was. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do, I do really like what they're doing with all the different animation styles, and I think it's a really cool, cool thing for them to do.
3: I really like the battle at the Darkhead. That yeah. was, that was a good one. That was the standout one yeah. for me. I really like that one.
1: All right, guys, um, thank you for that great summary there. We're going to we're going to play a fun activity with everybody in the chat as well to kind of wrap up our party here. Uh, but definitely, again, if you have more questions, throw them in. Maybe we'll we'll get to them at the end. We're going to play uh, a little. Well, you know, Star Wars dot com has these great quizzes on their website and uh This year they have a quiz that's called which Star Wars band should play your holiday party. (laughs) So we are going to uh, let me know when you can see my screen here. We are going to (laughs) 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 Okay. We are going to determine which (laughs) Star Wars band would play at the Secrets of Star Wars Life Day Party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so awesome. we all have to agree on these answers <laughs> okay this lot of <laughs> yeah are, 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 how,
0: how how long do we have for this quiz
1: <gasps> <gasps> we got Thank. a few minutes here okay so everybody we're gonna get started here the first question is Where will you be holding your event? So what do you think fits Secrets of Star Wars more? We've got a fancy yacht, a casino, a trendy club, or a friend's house. What fits Secrets of Star Wars? Friend's
3: house. If it's a show, it's a friend's house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wow.
1: One for one. All right. (laughs) Who is on the guest list for the party? All right. So it's a private affair. It's open to all friends and family or business associates for secrets huh. of Star Wars. How would you describe that?
0: Open to everyone. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's open to all. All even every even though, even the Trekkies out there, we'll, we'll let that. Oh, in yeah. too.
1: <laughs> Love <laughs> it. Okay. So here we go. What kind of vibe are you going for? We have elegance and sophistication a show of power <laughs> a show of, <laughs> a show of wealth or I'm just here for a good time good time, good time. <laughs> let the good
4: times yeah. roll
0: <laughs> good
4: time
1: let the good times roll That's secrets of Star Wars okay alright here's here's a controversial one here mm. what kind Ooh. of food will you be serving okay tapas just drinks a sit down meal or a buffet what are we doing at secrets tapas. of star wars tapas
0: cuz like you tapas. could totally make like you can make all sorts of like little things from different planets ooh
1: mm-hmm. okay in the chat we have paul says pork is on the menu <laughs> Uh, Father John. I think John... That works best at tapas. <laughs> yeah. Father John says it's a buffet. I. I was We back back buffet have uh, pork tapas. tapas.
3: Tapas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I feel like the pork tapas is gonna is gonna win here. So <laughs> okay. thanks yeah. a lot, Patrick, for that image. You're
3: welcome. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, we've got tapas. Okay, what genre of music will set the right mood? You've got classic rock, classical, a mix, or for some reason opera. <laughs> well, if it's, it's Star Wars, good
5: mix.
0: it should be classical. John, yeah, Williams John Williams. Classical. Star Wars. Yeah. Or even Kevin Kevin Kiner does that similar but it's all in that classical kind of feel.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, like you he- guys were thinking also about like the other shows too. Like you know, we talked That's about an Andor, story. and there was like some electronic type mix. stuff going on there. A mix.
3: Okay, mix,
5: yeah, cross all the shows, mix. <laughs> okay, gotta sure. get that That's clarinet fair. saxophone thing from Andor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: and yeah. Uh, solo as yeah, well, yeah. right? The Mandalorian and, like, stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. What kind of decor will make this party more festive? So we've got silver and gold decorations, more traditional, twinkling lights, or no decorations needed. Hmm. How hmm. would we dec- decorate the uh, podcast?
2: Twinkling, twinkling lights, lights like stars. Yeah, that's what I'm
5: thinking. Twinkling lights. And I want to see them shooting out at us. <laughs> <and whoop me laughs> like you're going high <laughs> from space. <laughs> Okay. We're well, to turn the bright lights on in a snowstorm, you know? <laughs>
1: All right. Sounds like some dangerous yeah. art direction from Catherine going on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Twinkling lights it is. Okay. So will there be any celebrities at this shindig? Okay. Well, we have elite entrepreneurs as one option, sports stars, famous singers, <laughs> or i'm kind of a big deal (laughs) (laughs) do we know any celebrities
3: we've had a few on the show i mean that's true
1: yeah we have celebrities introducing the show yeah
0: yeah
5: father fett's a celebrity for me (laughs) (laughs) agreed Yeah.
0: So Uh, well, then that that one's the I'm kind of a (laughs) (laughs) deal. Let's (laughs) go with that one and be fun.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. I I I wonder how that's going to skew the uh, results. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. So when will you hold your party? Okay. So let's see how we can do this. This weekend. In one week. Sometime this month. Or to celebrate the new year? Are Secrets the new year. I, feel like, I feel like
4: all of those are the same thing. New Year's yeah. <laughs> all yeah. those are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Next, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: Is next, <laughs> is next weekend, right? That's...
1: Well, for today, yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, but maybe like throughout the year, we would say uh, more like in a week, you know, mostly. From week to mm. week, we do the show. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Ringing in the new year with a Star Wars
5: band, though. Yeah, it,
4: yeah timing with the it Death is... Star
5: blowing up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it depends on whether whether we're we're looking at this event as like yeah a life day event okay. that's once a year or a weekly event that's the podcast. And I would I would I would lean towards the to celebrate the new year as like a singular life singular day event. event.
1: Yeah, we'd probably get a little tired if we threw a party every week, so. Oh gosh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I would. Okay, well, <laughs> let's, let's go with that then. We've also got some, some agreement in the chat, so let's go with that. Okay, and I believe this is the final question before we get our result here. Will there be a gift exchange? So our options are white elephant, just for the kids, just for the hose, <laughs> or no gifts? <laughs> hmm. What are we the
4: white
5: elephant rules? <laughs> yeah, that's always the. I
2: feel like no
3: gifts is the safest way
4: to go.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I feel like most people will be there for the food and dancing yep. rather than gifts. Yep. But
1: yeah, no gifts. Okay, so we're we're gonna be. Yeah.
0: I'm good with that.
1: Welcoming hosts and just say, you know what? Just come as you are. No gift. Exactly. Required. Okay. Well, drum roll, please. <laughs> We're going to get our results. <laughs> oh, the Max yes! Rebo oh, band. That's hey, that's Max! Yes. <laughs>
2: Max Rebo.
1: <laughs> All right. So the result says you're partying <laughs> with the Max Rebo band. No need to de- debate which of their hits is their best work. The Max Rebo band will be sure to play Lopty Neck, Jedi Rocks, and yes. even some of Max's solo pieces when you hire them for your holiday party. But we all know Size Noodles is the star of the show.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so cool,
3: and they're cheap. In Legends, they work. They work for food. <laughs> <laughs> But that was Max's yep. fault, so.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I could totally imagine Max Rebo playing at our, at our party for sure. So, I love it. Hey, as long as
5: the band that opens for them is the one from Visions yeah, 1.
3: That's what I was thinking,
4: too. Yes. I love those
0: guys. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, the... Star the, uh, Yeah.
1: Starwave?
3: yeah the, the, the rock yeah. band I yeah. Like, yeah yeah they are
1: cool i like them
3: yeah
1: <laughs> all right too cool all right guys uh well jason says he's he's starstruck um by seeing father fed here so uh i guess we picked the right one there uh, <laughs> awesome <laughs> hi jason <laughs> yeah so okay uh we we got some cool interaction there. Thank you guys for um, participating in our fun quiz. Uh, and it's been a, a really fun life day. I got to say uh, thank you guys for, for being here uh, to, to celebrate. Any last words?
3: This was fantastic. Yeah, this <laughs> was a lot fun. of fun. It's really <laughs> awesome.
1: Oh, man. Thank you guys so much. That, that is it from all of us, you all. Thank you for participating uh, we want to know what does being a Star Wars fan mean to you and, and how did you celebrate and enjoy Life Day this year? So maybe the Life Day season, as it were. <laughs> so be sure to email us or comment on our social media to let us know. And perhaps we'll share your comments on our next episode. So you can always email us. Our feedback uh, email address is Wars at sqpn.com. You can find StarQuest on social media, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash StarQuest Media, and we're on x at sqpn. We're also on Instagram, by the way, I believe that's uh, StarQuest Network. And we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create Secrets of Star Wars all throughout the year. Your generous donations make it possible for us to continue The Secrets of Star Wars and all the shows at StarQuest. Thank you so much. Woohoo! Uh, and if you would like to support the podcast and what we're doing to find hope in a galaxy far, far away, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Thank you so much. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show, you all. If this is your first time here, welcome. Find us on your favorite podcast platform, including our StarQuest YouTube channel and to find previous episodes of Secrets of Star Wars you can visit sqpn.com slash Star Wars all right you all so until next time that's it from all of us Thomas Salerno thank you for joining us in the Secrets of Star Wars
3: thank you and may the force be with you
1: (laughs) and Catherine Laffrey thank you and uh, Merry Life Day Thank you. Merry Life Day to you. (laughs) I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say it, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) Father Andrew, uh, thank you for joining us as well. Father Andrew Kinstetter, our special guest for this evening.
0: Absolutely. It's been awesome to be here and with you guys and God bless you all.
1: And we can't forget the Dautalorian. Thank you uh, for your controversial remarks as well as uh, all the fun. Always
2: glad to provide controversial
1: <laughs> Patrick Mason, thank you for joining us.
2: Oh, happy life day to all a good
4: night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and once again, I am the one in the middle, the Bendu, Angela Ciolana. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Star Wars on Star Quest.